Welcome to the What Is Your Legacy podcast. I am your host, Galem Girmay, and this is a podcast about my amazing guests' legacies. My guests are sharing some deep stories about their intended legacy. We cry, we laugh, and we have some of the most beautiful moments together. What Is Your Legacy podcast is available on any of the major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple, and Google. Please subscribe so you don't miss any new conversations. And if this podcast made you think about your own legacy, I'd love it if you would leave a review. Happy Tuesday. So I originally had wanted to share an episode that was talking about visualizations, affirmations, and manifestations. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with those three topics. I do those things every day because that's what keeps me grounded. But I woke up this morning and I've been thinking about it for a couple of days after I did that recording over the weekend that it just wasn't fully speaking into all of the things that are also important to keep in mind. So those are the three topics. I will keep them for another opportunity um, to share with you all. But I think I wanted to really switch things up and really align with the things that are also important to me that are bigger than being able to visualize and affirm things into your life and, you know, manifesting things. Um, and the other topics I wanted to talk about that, that was coming to me was fear, failure, and rituals and routines. So with the topic in mind of how are you living your best life today and every day, I think it's very important to talk about these topics of fear, failure, rituals and routines. Um, at least it is for me and I don't know how you feel, but when I think about fear, a lot of the times I think about making decisions and I'm the kind of person who has a very easy time with certain things to make decisions and other times it kind of stops me in the tracks and I think about what I've heard people say all the time is that not making a decision is to make a decision and I, I've been reading this book and in the book they, they talk about this and they say, I didn't want to have to make a decision. And I was terrified that given the chance, I'd make the wrong one out of fear. So this is why I want to talk about the topic of fear. Because th I think there's so many times in our lives that we're frozen by the idea of having to make a decision and terrify that maybe we'll make the wrong decision. But by not making any decision, you just made one. And making a decision should not be based on fear. Making a decision is you actually being brave that you made one. You took a stance and you made a choice. And to be okay with that choice, no matter how it goes, and it's not to say that you can't make a strategic choice. You can, and you should think about all the different options that you have. 
and the ways things can go before you make any type of decision. But again, when I said earlier, sometimes it's easier for me and harder for me to make a decision when it comes to like, what food am I going to eat today or order today? It's really not that difficult for me. It's, I have no regrets whether I think I chose the wrong one. Maybe that wasn't the right one to make at that time or day. It's not that big of a deal when it comes to food, but I'm not talking about those kind of decisions. I'm talking about bigger decisions in life, like which company am I going to work for or how I'm going to live this day today. That's another decision that we make each day when we wake up and the bigger things in life, like who am I going to align myself with? Why is it important to do that? Um, am I sharing the same values as these people around me? All those are decisions that you're making every day and it cannot be based out of fear. And I think when I reflect back on decision-making processes and the fear of that is like being left in this state of limbo it's another word, the word limbo that has shown up in just these past few days for me. Of me hearing other people, whether that's in a movie or TV series or somebody on Instagram talking about being in this state of limbo, it makes me think about a couple of years ago when I still lived in the US and I had just finished college and I needed to make a decision for myself about my future. And I felt like, and this is actually what I told people was that I was in the state of limbo. Like I wasn't sure which direction to go in my life. Do I stay here and see where things are ending up? Or do I move and take control of what I can take control of? And so I went with the latter because that made sense to me. But also I made the decision to kind of keep a few doors open for any future possibilities. So that was very refreshing because I was able to make the right decision at that time. And that doesn't mean that it's the right decision for all times because things can change and they did change. But I still feel like I made the right decision just by making a decision. And when I think about fear as well, I think about the next topic, failure. And the reason I want to talk about these things is that failure can be looked at as, oh shit, I failed at this. I'm not good at this. Just like I used to think in college when I failed a math course or finance course, like I suck at this. I'm not good at this. I'm not going to graduate from here all these like negative thoughts and then i decided to look at my life holistically and say what is causing me to be placed in this position of failing what am i missing what am i lacking who do i need in my life and what can i can con take control over right now and i used failure as an opportunity to learn I wasn't thinking so much about the outcome anymore. I needed to put that outcome aside because that's what created the pressure within me of if I am not 
succeeding in this course, I will not graduate. That's what I was equating it to. And that wasn't entirely true. Yes, I needed that finance course in order to actually graduate, but there was nobody telling me when I needed it by exactly. So I was able to retake the class. I used that failure of the course as an opportunity to learn about the subject and to expand myself and to challenge myself. So use any type of failure as an opportunity to learn. And again, going back to this book I've been reading, it's called Out of Love. And in this book, she talks about failures. And this is the, I actually, I started to highlight things in the book. And I highlighted this piece as well. And this is about relationships. Another big piece of my heart. So this is what she says in the book. You can't fail at a relationship. That's like getting off a roller coaster and saying you failed because the ride is over. Things end. That doesn't mean the experience wasn't worth it. Now, this is a big one. And I remember when I read it over the weekend, this particular piece, I immediately highlighted it and was like, wow, that is so true. And I don't know, like, if you love or hate roller coasters, but I guess you can understand the analogy that just because that ride ended does not mean that it was not worth it. So when any kind of relationship in your life is ending, whether that's a romantic one or a friendship or with a family member or with a colleague, that does not mean that it wasn't worth having that relationship with that person or with yourself. So I really, really like that one. And I needed to hear that. I needed to read that. I needed to be reminded of that that it was worth it. I learned something from it. And because of that, I've been able to expand more. I've been able to open up my heart more. I've been able to just become more of who I'm supposed to be. And these are the pieces that are important for everyone when you're thinking about this topic of living your best life today and every day is that you need to take into consideration all these underlining things that are happening within you. When we talk about fear, when we talk about failure, those are important topics of how are you dealing with that today? How are you dealing with that every day of your life? And how is that helping you live your best life? Because there's always two sides to this or multiple sides. There's the positive aspect of it. How can I switch this into something negative or terrible of an experience into something of a learning opportunity in an actual life experience? How can I switch my mindset around that? And that's something you need to practice every single day and not being in a place of fear that you're going to make the right, the right or wrong decision. Just make any decision, just make one and stick with it and be proud of it and respect it for the time when you made that. And that doesn't mean 
that you cannot or is not allowed to change your mind in the future. Just like when I have these conversations on the podcast and some people get nervous about talking about their intended legacy because what if it changes? That's okay. And aren't we supposed to evolve? Aren't we supposed to change over time? Like we can have another conversation in the future and maybe you have a different point of view. Just like I've said to many people that the way I think about my life or the legacy I will leave behind today will not and should not be the same in the future when my life will look a little bit different. Like I am currently single and I know that might come as a shock for some people knowing my background, but that's a conversation for another day. And I also don't have kids. And so the way I look at my life today and the way I think about my life or my intended legacy today is not going to be the same way I think about it in the future when I'm no longer single, when I have kids and when I have all these other things and I'm not trying to live in the future. That's not what I'm saying. I just know that at some point in my future, I will have the things that I always wanted to have, but I can't live in that now. I can't be afraid that the life I'm living today isn't worth living because I don't have the things I would like in the future. That's not true. And it's not true for you either. So focus on today. How are you living your best life today? And then how will you live your best life every day? What makes you you? What what makes you into this human being that you are today? So the last piece, um, actually, before we go to the last piece, I want to talk about one more thing around fear, which is this topic of abandonment, the fear of losing someone. Another thing I read in this book called Out of Fear, uh, sorry, Out of Love. And when I read that book, this piece came up and it made me think about uh, a few things. So it says this, that I struggle to sleep when I'm expecting someone home. Some part of me still won't accept that people who leave will eventually come back. Now that's a big one. And it made me take a moment to pause and read it again. So I will read it again for you. I struggle to sleep when I'm expecting someone home. Some part of me still won't accept that people who leave will eventually come back. Now that's huge because the fear of being abandoned, that's that's a fear I've lived with my entire life. I see the connection so clearly when I read this piece of how I grew up, of me in past relationships and me with, and I'm not not just talking about the romantic relationships, I'm talking about all types of relationships. The first thing that came to mind is actually one of my sisters who I used to live with here in London before I moved out on my own. And I remember one night um, she was out to see a friend I think it was a Friday evening and normally I am like up late at night regardless of what's going on for anyone else but this particular night it was you know end of a work week I was exhausted I want to go to bed 
but she was out and about. And I remember being nervous about this and I could not settle and go to sleep until I knew she was okay. But I also didn't want to be that person who like texted her and was like, is everything okay? Like, when are you going to be home? Just like, I did not want to be that person or, or controlling in any sort of way. So I was just waiting for her to get home. And so finally, at some point after midnight, um, I hear the door opening and I remember just like, oh, I can breathe now. Like I can relax now because a part of me, not that I would ever think that she would never come home. Obviously, she lived with me. We lived in the same place. So she would come home at some point. But I had this fear of like, what if something happens? You know, or what if he, she decides to stay at her uh, friend's house? And that doesn't mean like she's abandoning me. She's always, she's my family. You know, she's part of, of me. Um, but that feeling is a very familiar feeling of abandonment. And that's what you need to think about of how are you dealing with those emotions today? And how will you deal with them every day? This is something I've had to become very aware of and practice. And when I think back about, let's say, past relationships, I remember in some of my past relationships, I've always had this underlining feeling of abandonment that, oh, maybe one day he will decide that he no longer wants to be with me and he will leave me. And what will I feel or do then? That's like a real thing. And it comes... It's not coming from those relationships. It's it's coming from something much deeper than that. It's coming back to my childhood. It's coming back to thinking about how my life was growing up and how I felt abandoned by the people in my life. So that's that's a big one. And to own that process and to deal with that and to seek help so think about that when you're living your best life today and every day. What are the feelings that you're walking around with and carrying in your backpack? Because that will that will be a part of you and you need to deal with it. So the last piece is rituals and routines. This is, uh, it also ties into like traditions. So something um since my sister and i moved away from each other she lives in her own place i live in my own place and it's actually been really good for our relationship to have it that way and so one thing that happened pretty instantly of us actually now being apart after living together for two years was that i started to miss her you know all the time i was like i miss having my sister around like it's life or day-to-day isn't the same without her there and it kind of became like a safety blanket, you know? Um, it's like something, when you have a safety blanket, that's something that you could just wrap around yourself when when things are feeling uncertain, which sometimes, and for me lately, they often have felt very uncertain. And so one thing I did um, pretty quickly after we moved to our separate places was that I needed to have a tradition with her. I said, every Sunday, we need to meet up. Um, we need to either have lunch together or dinner together. And we've been doing that almost every week. I think we missed one Sunday. 
where we didn't do that. And I remember like I was a little bit upset about that because I really wanted this to be a tradition. Because for me, rituals and routines are so important. I observe myself all the time of like, when are the times when I am thriving? Which days am I feeling like I literally like live my best life today? The days where I feel that way are the days where I had a routine in place that I followed. And so it's important for me to have rituals and routines and and these things that I can do and that I can look at because that's what kind of keeps me on track to live the best life I want to live today and in the future. So think about your rituals and routines. What's making you feel more stable in your day-to-day? What makes you feel like at the end of the day, yes, I did the things that are important to me. Something I remember recalling not that long ago was this one particular Thursday. And I've, I've mentioned this before and I was and I promised to mention it in this episode as well. It's the video diary I've been doing. So every day at the end of the day, I record a video and it's my video diary now. I've been doing it for a couple of weeks. And I do this in order to process what's going on within my day, what's going on in my life, how am I feeling? And it's just a way for me to process my own emotions. And I needed that in my life. I still need that in my life and I will continue to do that. And so I do the video diary and a part of me just thinking about this from a part of like legacy perspective of in the future, I would like to be able to look back at my life and see what was happening at that particular time. What were the things that I had fear around? Like, what are the things that I was struggling with? Or what are the things that were great opportunities for me at the time? And so I do this for myself and I do this for, you know, my future kids, for everyone around me in my life, because I talk about what's happening in my life at that particular time. And I have this one rule that I cannot look back at these videos until it's been a full year of me recording them. I think that's the best way to go back and being able to connect the dots to see what's happened between that time when I made the recording until the day I'd look at it, which would be a year apart. So a few things before I move forward here is that because people ask me this when I posted about my video diary on LinkedIn the other week, people are like, how are you doing it? Like, tell me about the process. And so it's very straightforward. I recorded on my laptop. I'm using Photo Booth. You could use any other type of um, services out there like Drift, Vidyard, Loom. And so I record them on my laptop and then I upload it to my Google Drive. And I have a specific folder in my Google Drive for this. And the biggest uh, suggestion I can give you if you want to do a video diary is to organize it from the beginning, from day one. Organize your folders. I do it by topic, like video diary, and then I do it by year. And then within that, I have another folder by month. So I can split them up because you can imagine when you do one video each day, I mean, that's going to be a lot of videos. So you you want to organize this from the beginning, from day one, make sure you organize it. And then each of the, of the files themselves, I name them by day of the week, the date of that day, the month and the year. 
So that's what I do there. Then I upload it to my Google Drive and that's where I keep it. So this has become another part of my daily routine is to do my video diary. And it's just, it's become such an important part of what I do is to keep up with the video diary. And I do it for myself. It's not for anybody else to look at unless I choose for anybody else to look at it. And that's it. That's really it. So hope this episode was helpful talking about fear, failure, rituals and routines and traditions. And um, I just want to say thank you for tuning in to this podcast. I love doing this podcast. It's, it's always something I look forward to do and connecting with more people. I've been able to have some really, really meaningful conversations which is something i love having with people so if you enjoyed this episode and if you took something away from this let me know i would love to hear what that is and continue to have a conversation with you and with that i hope you have an awesome rest of your day a great rest of your week and i will see you again next week we're here from you